Now on view at SCAD Fash, Manish Aurora's Life is Beautiful. Renowned for dazzling designs and a rainbow of colors, Manish Aurora has brought the talent and craftsmanship of India's rich sartorial history to the global forefront, earning international acclaim on runways across three continents. Designing in India since the 1990s, Aurora's glittering garments celebrate extravagant expressions of self through varied materials, techniques, and silhouettes in a triumphant union of Western and Eastern aesthetics adapted to today's multicultural society with a touch of humor. Find out more at scadfash.org. Support for WABE comes from 100 Miles, a nonprofit committed to preserving Georgia's 100-mile coast. Protecting this critical coastal ecosystem takes all of us. Watch the stories of the innovators and future leaders who help keep our coast flowing at OurGeorgiaCoast.org. From WABE in Atlanta, this is City Lights. I'm Lois Reitzes. Thank you for listening. Film, TV, and stage actor Jasmine Guy is an Atlanta treasure of national renown. She became famous for her comic and lovable turn as Whitley in the TV show A Different World. And the more recent, critically acclaimed BET series, Harlem. We'll hear about her recent film, The Ladymakers, her multifaceted career beginning with the Alvin Ailey dancers, and why she'd rather live in Atlanta than L.A. or New York. Plus, a new exhibition at Spalding Nick's Gallery shows how visual artists collaborating with nature create works reflecting the state of our natural world. First, this is the last day of the full member drive. Thanks so much to everyone who has given. It's exciting to see such an outpouring of support. Your gift right now will help as we wrap things up. So please give now online at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. At this moment, we're a little behind on our overall financial goal, but we figured out that if we can hit this hour's benchmark, that will help our overall trajectory. That number is 19. If you can donate, please don't sit this out. We're joined this morning by WABE and City Lights music contributor, Dr. Scott Stewart. Good morning. Thanks, Lois. It's so great to be here. And in order to wrap things up successfully tonight, we've set hourly benchmarks to help us move forward. And for this hour, that number is 19. And maybe you're thinking, oh, I've heard this all before, and it's not important, but it is. WABE works nearly around the clock to keep you up to speed on all the topics that you need to know about. The latest in the arts, in cultural news, upcoming concerts, festivals, and author conversations. We know it's important to you, and your financial support is important to us. You can donate at wabe.org donate. 
And when you give right now, your name is being entered into a drawing to win a $1,000 gift card to Verbo, which rents out standalone vacation properties. Plus, anyone that donates to WAB this hour gets the opportunity to have the one and only Lois Reitzes wish you a happy birthday on the air during City Lights. We'll aim to celebrate you on or close to your birthday, so keep an eye out for an informational email that we'll send you right after the drive wraps up. You can give at wabe.org slash donate or give us a call at 678-553-9090. I'm Faith Saley of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me and Dunwoody, Georgia, here with a short comedic observation from Atlanta's very own Dad's Garage. Did you guys hear about that Broadway musical that's coming to town? Oh, yeah, I heard about it. Uh, Lois was talking about it on City Lights. Oh, yeah. well, I was too busy listening to Lois. She was telling me actually about a new restaurant opening up. She was telling me about the coolest comedy club in town. Did you see her touchdown for the Atlanta Falcons? It was incredible. I heard she invented Ziploc bags. Do you yeah. remember when she fixed the 7585 bridge after it caught on fire? Well, she was holding it up with her own two arms. Yeah. Did you guys know that the Grady Curve used to be just one parallel line and she actually bent it? Wow, wow, she made the curve. She really knows everything about Atlanta. Like, she's been everywhere, right? Yeah. Uh, don't move. Um, is Lois behind me? Yeah. She's behind you, too. Uh, at the same time. She's everywhere. She has a sign that says, donate? Oh, it must be for WABE. Oh, their fun drive. Yeah, they rely on listeners like us. I mean, guys, we got to get more Lois. Donate. Donate. Donated. Done. We love you, Lois. That fundraising moment was courtesy of Dad's Garage. And y'all, in the name of gender equality, I want to point out that moms also have garages. Hey, Atlanta, supporting WABE really is important, and it is so easy. Here's how. You can support WABE on this final day of our fall member drive. Online at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. 678-553-9090. And I love you too, Dad's Garage and Faith Saley. Such a treasure. It is crazy to think. I've been with WABE since 1979. Next month marks 43 years I've been over these airwaves. And during that time, I've interviewed artists, dancers, chefs, authors, muralists, who you've no doubt learned a few things from while listening to those conversations. Those conversations are powered by your contributions, your monthly or one-time donation helps power everything you love hearing on WABE and City Light. So please do take a moment to give right now on this final day, especially if you have never before donated. Call 678-553-9090 or give online at wabe.org slash donate. Thanks. And thanks, Lois, for bending the Grady Curve. I knew someone did that. <laughs> oh, the wonder why I've been working out so hard. 
In a member drive like this, we ask for your donation, and we use that money to pay for great programs and powerful stories that are sustained by you. Please consider giving monthly what we call a sustaining gift. We found that most of our new sustainers choose a gift of $10 a month. Please give at that level or as generously as you're able at wabe.org donate. Plus, every WABE monthly donor automatically receives a gift from us, and that's the PBS streaming service Passport. Tens of thousands of Atlanta listeners have decided to fund this station, which helps us amplify the voices of Atlanta. And the response we get is really important because almost 90% of our funding comes from Metro Atlanta. So please give what you can today at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. And remember that as you're thinking of giving to WABE on this final day, there's an amount that's right for you. What you can afford according to how much you listen. And yes, even if you only give a one-time gift right now, that is fantastic. While sustaining monthly donations help us plan for future budgeting, they may not fit your budget. Giving because you find value here is what matters most. Now, please give at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. Thanks. And remember, here on the last day of the fall member drive, when you give right now, your name is being entered into that drawing to win a $1,000 VRBO gift card. We are looking for just 15 more pledges this hour. So move to your computer or your phone to support the arts and culture news that get City Lights to you every day day. Go to wabe.org slash contest rules for all of the full details. And as we finish up the drive, thank you to everyone who could afford to give this fall, but we could still use a little help right now. So thanks if you can make your donation right now at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. Thank you. Now, a local favorite of national renown. The Atlanta-based, award-winning actor Jasmine Guy has worn many hats in the creative world, from directing to writing to serious dance. Her recent film, The Ladymakers, premiered on Amazon Prime this summer, as well as in theaters. When I spoke with Jasmine Guy in August, we discussed the new film, her groundbreaking role as Whitley Gilbert in A Different World, and her background in dance. Here, she talks about her artistic path and explains how dance gave her the confidence to pursue other creative career tracks. I went to the Ruth Mitchell School of Dance here in Atlanta. I went to Atlanta Ballet. And I also went to Northside um, School of Performing Arts. And that was when I realized, you know, I could sing and I could act and I could be in musical theater as well as dance. So I was kind of double majoring at Northside. 
when I got to New York on that scholarship to study with Avenelli School, I already knew I could do those other things. But the thing about dance, maybe because it's with our bodies, you only have a window of time to do it. So I said, I'm just going to focus on my dance. But that gave me the discipline, the fearlessness, the courage to go into the other areas later in my life. I always say that's my first language. Oh, beautiful. Let's go back to 1987 when A Different World was released and you starred as Whitley Gilbert, so popular. You were this Southern Belle attending a fictional historical Black institution. How did it feel to be part of a show that was tackling real-life experiences of Black students during that era, albeit within a comic framework? Yes, and the confines of network TV. Oh, yeah. Yes, I I hear you. Um, Well, the first season... Kadeem and I were only hired for seven episodes. So really by episode five or six, we were looking at each other like, you think we're going back home? Home for me at that time was New York. Are we going to stay? It was really the second season that gelled for me because coming from the East Coast, you know, I was born in Boston and I lived in New York and then I lived in Atlanta and grew up and graduated. But In the West, they had no ideas of Black colleges. And they basically wrote a show for any college student without the specificities of going to a Black college. Why is that important? Why is that necessary? It's in the minutia. Like Debbie Allen came on to exec produce a different world on the second season. She walked on the pit set where the pit was where we ate. She said, where's the hot sauce? <laughs> Great. You know, they had salt and pepper and ketchup and mustard. And she was like, what is this? This does not look like, you know, a black college campus. And also the genius of building this spinoff, because it's a spinoff of the Cosby show, the genius of putting it on a black college campus gave the HBCUs a voice that they never had before. Even though we were going through our antics and our relationships and I don't know, it was kind of a genius move. I grew up across the street from Morehouse, so I didn't know that it was such a mystery. Well, speaking of HBCUs and living across from Morehouse, Your father was a professor of philosophy and religion at Morehouse College for over 30 years, I believe. How authentic was the portrayal of a different world to that of a real-life HBCU once Debbie Allen arrived and you were able to tweak the input to the show? Well, second season after Debbie got on to A Different World as our producer and director, 
I didn't have any issues, but that first season, were, it was rough for me. First of all, I told you my, my job was already on the line. You know, I didn't have the full season. And um, at the table read, I had to say, I know I'm not in this scene. And I know I could be fired in two weeks. I mean, basically, but there's no way in hell that these kids would call their professors by their first name. I could not imagine any of my father's students calling him Bill. No. <laughs> or you calling him Bill. No, I don't call him Bill. <laughs> and my friends call him Reverend Guy. So it's like, my friends are like, there's no way in hell I'm calling your daddy Bill. You know, he's Reverend Guy. So to see that in the script like that, yeah, I said, I have to say something. Well, when we spoke a few years ago about your role on the BET series, The Quad, you quipped, this is my third fictitious HBCU, and I have three fictitious degrees to go with these schools. I was wondering, given some of the more antiquated aspects of a different world, how do you think young audiences would respond to it today? You know, Lois, people that are so young, they are watching the show. Their parents are making them watch it, and then they get into it. It's been very moving to see these little babies watch a different world. Aww. Because at that time, I didn't know it would be a show that would resonate 30 years from now. You know what I mean? I didn't know that. And it, that has been so amazing to me just to be a part of it and to know, remember what it took to get there, but also the genius behind it. I think Cosby had that genius. I'm sorry that he had other problems, but he had that, that vision was clear. And, and to say, I'll take the fame of my show and spin it off in this way, you know. Actor, dancer, writer, director, and Atlanta treasure, Jasmine Guy, from our conversation this past August. You can hear the entire interview on our website, wabe.org slash citylights. Coming up, we'll hear how the new exhibition at Spalding Nick's Fine Art Gallery explores our relationship with the natural world. But first, this is City Lights on listener-funded WABE. I'm Lois Reitzes. This is the last day of fall fundraising. Haven't given yet, but meaning to? Well, this is your day, your moment to do something great, not only for yourself, but for the entire metro Atlanta area. Support your local public radio station, WABE. We want to be a part of your life and part of the future of Atlanta and the region for many years to come. So please don't take this service for granted. We're a bit behind in our financial goals this fall, and we need your help. And that's why 
your one-time gift or monthly contribution of $10, dollars $20 matters right now. Your gift not only brings you City Lights and the WABE programs you enjoy, but on this last day of the fundraiser, there's something else we're offering. And here's City Lights music contributor, Dr. Scott Stewart, to explain. Yes, and that something else is that you'll be in on a drawing to win a $1,000 VRBO gift card for standalone vacation properties like condos and cabins. If you've said, one day I'll give to WABE, today's your day. Think about all the ways that WABE is committed to keeping you informed. We bring you City Lights, Closer Look, Political Breakfast, TechCast, and The Brief. All of these hyper-local programs and series keep you up to date on what's important in Atlanta. Your gift today, on this final day of the fall member drive, makes that all possible. To wrap things up tonight successfully, we've got hourly benchmarks that help keep us on track. Our hourly benchmark for this hour is 19, but we're down to just 12 more pledges needed. The odds of winning are about 1 in 6 for that drawing, so pretty good odds. To wrap things up, we would like to hear from you, 678-553-9090, or you can go to your computer and click on wabe.org slash donate. My name is Tamara Van Tile, and I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. I upped my monthly sustaining membership at the point that I could. You know, I know that times for people change, and sometimes folks may have more to give and sometimes a little less. And again, it's the idea of it takes a village and we're all part of a community and let's contribute what we can. Thank you, Tamara. Very thoughtful as well as generous. You are an important part of the WABE community. And if you are a monthly donor to WABE, please consider increasing the level of your contribution if possible. Even an increase of just a dollar or two per month will help. And you can increase your monthly gift online at wabe.org slash donate or tell the operator you'd like to give a little more each month when you call 678-553-9090, Thank you. WABE counts on listeners for financial support. We use it to pay for the shows that you love, like City Lights. Metro Atlanta provides our largest source of funding, about 90% of our funding, in fact. Please chip in what you can and help us to continue to amplify the voices of Atlanta. For many of our listeners, we found that the sweet spot for giving comes in at about $10 a month. But you know what you can afford. Plus, every WABE monthly donor automatically receives a gift from us, and that's the PBS streaming service, Passport. Please make your gift at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. And remember, when you donate right now, your name is being entered into that drawing to win a $1,000 Verbo gift card, VRBO. It's the last day of the pledge drive, and we need a bit more help, especially if you listen regularly, can donate, and haven't given to WABE. Please donate now with your monthly gift 
at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090 to stay on task. We hope to hear from 12 more of you. Thank you. The field of mental health counseling is growing rapidly, and Richmond Graduate University can equip you with everything you need as a licensed professional counselor while integrating your faith into your clinical practice. Programs are offered in Atlanta, Chattanooga, and online. Apply today at richmont.edu. That's R-I-C-H-M-O-N-T dot E-D-U. You love free, and at Ameris Bank, so do we. That's why we're proud to offer worry-free, hassle-free Ameris Bank free checking. Manage your money your way with convenient access to digital, mobile, and telephone banking, all with no monthly service fee or minimum balance requirements. At Ameris Bank, we're with you. For more information or to open an account, visit our local bankers in person or online at amerisbank.com slash free checking. Other fees such as overdraft fees may apply. Ameris Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Reitzes. Thank you for listening. The Nature of Reality exhibition on view at Atlanta's Spalding Nick's Fine Art Gallery features works by artists exploring the state of the natural world and our relationship to it. Joining me now via Zoom Atlanta-based artist Caroline Bullock with gallerist Spalding Nix. Welcome to City Lights. Thank you, Lois. Good morning, Lois. Thank you so much for having us here today. My pleasure. Spalding, you have a varied and expert skill set. Please tell us about the road to opening your fine art gallery. Well, I grew up here in Atlanta and always had a love for the arts. I had a father who was an architect here who was great about exposing me to what was happening in the Atlanta art world. After college, I was fortunate enough to work with one of my heroes, Jane Jackson, at Jackson Fine Art. I went off to law school but stayed focused on the art world, ending up at Sotheby's in New York. After a few years there, I decided it was time to come home, and I thought the best way to make my mark in the Atlanta art world was to put out my own shingle. (laughs) Next year, we'll be celebrating our 20th anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. What led to the creation of this exhibition, The Nature of Reality? Well, we are in the midst of Atlanta Celebrates Photography, And this time each year, we devote a show to uh, photographers here in the Southeast. And we love artists who take a medium like photography and use it in surprising and unexpected ways. And Caroline Bullock, Jennifer McKinnon, Cecilia Montalvo, and Charlie McCullers, all Atlanta-based artists, all using photography in a way that I think art lovers everywhere would be excited by, and also looking at our relationship with nature at this pivotal time in our history. Yeah, I wondered about the title of the exhibition, 
first questioning the nature of reality, like the character of reality, also thinking about the reality of nature <laughs> in terms of <laughs> climate change and challenges we face. Sure. Well, I think that, you know, certainly that the character of reality is in, in question these days, but I think also are even more importantly, the reality of our relationship with nature is what we need to be examining. And I think that these artists give us new, uh, fresh perspectives on how to evaluate that relationship. Caroline, how does your work explore the intersection of science and spirituality? I'm very interested in trying to understand reality. And so my work is definitely a visual record of that journey and that exploration and those questions that I have. When I'm able to be outside and observe nature and understand seasonality and impermanence and how everything is interconnected and interdependent, it helps me understand my place in the universe. I was fascinated reading in your artist statement and philosophy. You said gravity is often allowed to do the work, trusting the paint to forge its own way into a form more authentic than one you could control with your hands. Would you explain for us how your work is sourced from nature and what a, am I saying it correctly, cyanotype? Yes, that's perfect. (laughs) So the work begins as a cyanotype, and a cyanotype is, it's a photograph. It's one of the earliest photographs, and it is a direct contact print that's most often made outside with sunlight. And what I do in my work is I coat watercolor or printmaking paper with a light sensitive emulsion, and then it's dried in a dark room, much like film. And then I take it outside and expose it to sunlight with all these local plant material that I have collected around town, always from the side of the road. (laughs) I've always sort of been looking to elevate kind of the mundane, and I I find a lot of beauty in in things that that we would consider maybe not traditionally beautiful. So I'm looking at a lot of the plants like kudzu and thistle and wisteria and mimosa, and a lot of these are considered invasive species, but I think that they're really extraordinary plants in terms of their their lines and their their leaves and so um i'm on the side of the road hacking all hacking down all these these weeds and then i bring them all back to my studio and when it's time to make the photograph i take the paper out into the sunlight and i place the plant material down on the paper and then what is exposed to the light the emulsion that is exposed to the light that turns a deep cyan a deep blue color what is covered up by the plants remains the color of the paper. And so then the 
paper is rinsed and then I, I actually tone out the, the blue part of the print to that more golden hue that you see, then I can make the painting on top of the print. And what the final print is, is kind of this chaotic sort of um, landscape of plants and vines and leaves. And then in the paintings, I am either using an additive process to pour paint onto the surface of the paper. And then I kind of will manipulate the paper a little bit to let it run. And then I'm dropping colors in and I'm letting them mix sort of how, however they might and then I'm letting the forms kind of just emerge from, like I said, gravity. And then there are other pieces that I make, which are quite different. And um, in, in those pieces, I am working with a very dense black acrylic paint, and I'm pulling a composition out of sort of the background of that chaotic, if you will, cyanotype photograph. So I, what I love about the two processes is that they're they're very different. And so in their but that sort of gets into the Eastern philosophy part that I'm interested in, and that this concept of yin and yang, which understands nature as this self-generating complex arrangements of elements that are constantly interacting and reacting, and that one cannot exist without the other. So it's sort of this push-pull between very organized, tight, controlled work and then this kind of chaos in the background. And I'm looking for looking to create a balance between those two. And I think I read in your artist statement and philosophy that the creations in which you are pulling the art out of the black paint, those represent the seasons of fall and winter? Well, yes, I really more in the sense that the whole show that's up right now at, at Spalding Nick's, I got kind of stuck into this place of, I had been making these very monochromatic works where this in the last year or so, whereas prior to that, I was making these very colorful works and I was, and I was thinking, well, how is this all gonna work together? And Spalding, you know, and I was sort of panicking and Spalding said, don't worry, we're going to, you know, we're, it's going to work. And, um, and so I sort of see the whole show as, as a garden of works that explores this yin and yang that, that they can all work together and that, you know, the colored pieces actually provide a resting place and a counterpoint to the very kind of bold, dramatic, monochromatic work. And I, what I learned, the takeaway from installing this show was that I needed, I needed both. I needed, um, I needed the colorful pieces and I needed the monochromatic to make it really sort of create this balance, which is so important in my work and also in my life. Artist Caroline Bullock and gallery owner Spalding Nix will return with more of our conversation about the new exhibition, The Nature of Reality, in just a moment. I'm Lois Reitzes, and you're listening to City Lights. Here we are. This is it. The last day of the fall member drive. Do I sound excited? Well, when you make a donation right now, it helps provide the funding we need to bring you City Lights. No matter how large or how small, every donation counts. So please take a moment to keep WABE strong by donating online at wabe.org slash donate 
or by calling 678-553-9090. Thank you. Want to thank a few people who have called in during the past hour. In Atlanta, we heard from Alice, from Katie, thank you. Thank you, Chris, in Atlanta, and Bernard in Atlanta. We heard from Lucia, or Lucia, in Marietta, and Jessica from Atlanta. Oh, thank you. Jessica says she loves City Lights. Well, we love hearing that. Here's someone I love as a friend and colleague, City Lights music contributor, Dr. Scott Stewart. Thanks, Lois. And when you give right now, you'll also be in on a drawing to win a $1,000 Verbo gift card offering standalone vacation rental properties like beach houses. And if you've heard a fundraiser like this before and thought, they're not talking to me, please know that we are talking to you. WABE provides high-quality local journalism for everyone in our listening area, including you. Our aim is to focus the conversation around issues that matter, especially now as elections are right around the corner. You know this. You've heard it. In fact, you're listening right now. It's coverage that's well-rounded, thoughtful, grounded in truth, and it depends on your support. Please show yours right now on the final day of our fall drive, wabe.org slash donate. You can also call us at 678-553-9090. My name is Dave Supley, and I live in Alpharetta, Georgia. So why and when did I make my first contribution to WABE um, occurred after a car ride with my teenage son. So my name is Cole Suplee, and I live in Milton, Georgia. We were listening to a membership drive. Uh, we were just driving in the car. I think it was back from a hockey tournament or whatever, and that's honestly the time when we listen to the radio the most. I turned to my son and said, just remind me, when we get in the house, let me get on the phone and um, become a member. So he was asking me, he was like, do you know the number? Do you know the number? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's um, 678-553-9090. I think it was partially trying to be a good son, and I think partially because he wanted to make sure that I got on the phone and began the dialing process. I was like, I feel like we finally did our part. We finally, like, you know, actually, we did something for the station. Wow. Thank you, Dave and Cole. We love stories like this. A family that listens to WABE together. A father acknowledging responsibility for supporting the station. The receptive son who realizes the importance. It's a team effort and everyone benefits. You may share your love for WABE with someone close to you. Well, why not become members together? Give today, and you can even choose a nice thank you gift to commemorate your new status as WABE supporters. Please give now online at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. I can't wait to share this with you. We just heard from... Cheryl in Lilburn, who donated, she said, quote, I listened for 30 years and knew it was time now to contribute. <laughs> Thank you, Cheryl. 
And we don't bill you retroactively. No, we just welcome you into the WABE family and thank you for your support. And when you give $10 a month, that will make you a WABE sustainer. And that's really the best way to give. Here's why. That $10 may seem small, but it allows us, allows us to make future plans more accurately, knowing that we have a reliable source of ongoing support. We suggest $10 a month because that's about the amount that seems to work for most of our listeners. But you know what works for you financially. Every WABE monthly donor automatically receives a gift from us, and that's the PBS streaming service Passport. We only ask that you give as generously as you can at wabe.org slash donate. It helps us not only just pay for City Lights, but it helps WABE to amplify the voices all around Atlanta. 678-553-9090 is the number to call, or you can go onto your device and check out wabe.org slash donate. And thanks to everyone who's already given during this fall pledge drive. My name is Bill Balzer. I'm from uh, really two places, Roswell, Georgia, and also uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Listening to NPR, you know, gives you, their listener, exposure to a variety of topics that give you the background so you can have a fairly decent conversation with, with a colleague, a neighbor, a friend on a variety of topics. You know, if you think of what the cornerstone to a building is, you know, it's the, the corner that is uh, a key spot in the building and, and the cornerstone society is that to WABE and the price for that cornerstone, it's $100 a month or $1,200 a year. And we gave to WAB and decided to kick it up to the cornerstone level because we can see where the money goes. So it's, it's kind of um, that simple. Thanks so much to the Balsers for their support of WABE as well as their philanthropy in the Atlanta area. As a Cornerstone Society member, with a tax-deductible donation, you can join that membership online at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. That breaks down to about $3 a day. And remember, when you donate right now, your name is being entered into a drawing for a $1,000 Verbo VRBO gift card. The holidays are coming up, and what better way to get a nice cabin or beach house than with this VRBO gift card? You're in this drawing when you donate right now at wabe.org slash donate. Please go to wabe.org slash contest rules for all of the details. You can also give over the phone at 678-553-9090. This is City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Reitzes. Thanks for listening. Let's return to my conversation with the artist Caroline Bullock and Atlanta gallery owner Spalding Nix. Bullock is one of four artists featured in the new exhibition, The Nature of Reality. 
And here, she explains why she named her collection within the show Psychic Garden. How it came to be is that it was sort of by accident and I was, I knew I wanted to create sort of this metaphorical, this garden of work for the gallery and I was creating these series of of pieces. So I was just looking up different types of gardens and I stumbled upon what I read as psychic, a psychic garden and I thought, oh my gosh, that's fascinating. What is a psychic garden? And then I read it again, and I had misread physic garden as psychic <laughs> garden. And so then, of course, I learned all about a physic garden. And a physic garden, you know, is one of the earliest types of herb gardens for medicinal plants. You know, these were often monastic gardens. They were the precursor to the modern botanical garden. And so what I loved about the play on that was that, you know, so we're, these physic gardens were created to nurture us from a physical level with plants and to heal us from, from a physical perspective with plant life. Whereas for me, a psychic garden is, you know, nature, the power of nature I see is, is also to inspire and heal us from a psychological, spiritual perspective. So that was kind of my play on, you know, that was my take on the psychic garden. Spalding, the results of climate change are devastating now. How can art help with raising awareness about topics threatening the natural world? Well, I think the scale of our current state of things is so immense that it's really hard to even start a conversation about how to address climate change. And I think that art is such a great jumping off place for these discussions. For this show, we have four artists who are all looking at the environment and some of them like Jennifer McKinnon in a very pointed way at our effects on the environment. And Jennifer, she takes photographs of dumpster walls and then layers those photographs to make images that remind you of the ocean. And her whole idea is don't treat the ocean like a dumpster. So you can have grade school children, you can have adults in the gallery and just being able to sort of start with that idea, which is kind of funny that an artist spends her time taking photographs of dumpster walls but they become these beautiful photographs that teach us lessons about how to treat the ocean. I just think that's so wonderful and only art can do that. Hmm. You were modest about discussing the road to opening your own gallery. You did mention law school and that intellectual property certainly comes in handy. I'm sure, in owning your own gallery. You also began as a studio artist yourself. What makes a really good gallerist? Well, I think a really good gallerist, their job is to connect the work of the artists with the art lovers out there. And I just love not only the moment when someone like Caroline brings the work 
into the gallery and she's worked so hard on these pieces and finally it's time to show them to the world. And when we have guests who come to the gallery and they're looking for something, they know that they're there, whether it's just to nourish their souls and look at art, or maybe they are looking at something for their home or something to include in their lives. And they're looking for that special piece. And a good gallerist should be able to connect this important work that the artists are doing with the public out there. And I think that's what's fun about Atlanta. Atlanta is a great art scene. We have so many talented, hardworking artists, but we also are a big city that is interested and sophisticated when it comes to looking at art. And I just think that we're very lucky to be in this moment where you don't have to go to New York or Los Angeles anymore, but that all this great art is being made right here in the Southeast. Gallery owner Spalding Nix and artist Caroline Bullock. The nature of reality is on view at Spalding Nix Fine Art Gallery through November 11th. And more information is on our website, wabe.org slash citylights. Works by Atlanta multimedia artist and printmaker Derek Phillips are on view through November 5th at the Emma Darnell Aviation Museum and Conference Center in the solo exhibition Bullets and Nooses 2, Message from Our Ancestors. Phillips says the show seeks not to glorify lots of black lives, but to uplift their very existence. His body of work speaks to black experience and the fight for equality, while also offering messages of hope and guidance. The artist will give a talk on November 5th at 11 a.m. More information is available on the website fultonarts.org. Here on the last day of WABE's fall member drive, we're not quite where we need to be financially to end the drive successfully. So we've got these hourly benchmarks we're trying to hit through the hour. If you were not supposed to hit the microphone, though, only the benchmarks. If you were ever going to donate, now is the time, please. We are able to stay on task with your help. Please donate online at wabe.org slash donate or call us at 678-553-9090. That's 678-553-9090. Here's City Lights music contributor, Dr. Scott Stewart. We'd like to thank everyone who has given this hour but what about you? Giving right now also gets you entered into a drawing to win a $1,000 gift card to VRBO, Verbo, Vacation Rentals by Owner. And that's a fun reason to give, but you know it's not the most important reason to give. That would be because of everything that you get here on WABE. And if you've never given before, consider this. Our stories take you around Atlanta, the country, and the world with an engaging, multifaceted approach. What you hear on WABE has facts, substance, and it's all made possible by your financial support. 
We know you've been busy, but it only takes a couple of minutes to make your gift on this last day of the fall member drive. Please do it right now at wabe.org donate or with a call to 678-553-9090. Hey, it's Elsa Chang from NPR. Donating to this station makes a big difference. But it doesn't have to be a big decision. It can be a spur of the moment kind of thing. Think of all the random stuff that you own. Clothes worn once or gadgets you never even figured out how to use. All paid for. You already get so much out of public radio, so just go for it. Contribute right now and thank you. At wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553- 9096785539090 how long have you been saying to yourself one day i'll donate to wabe well now's your chance to go for it you'll feel good knowing you're helping provide public radio to greater atlanta we suggest 10 dollars a month because it seems to be the most comfortable level for new sustaining members, and it really is the best way to give. It allows us to continue to amplify all the diverse voices of Atlanta. Plus, every WABE monthly donor gets the PBS streaming service Passport. It only takes a moment. Just visit wabe.org slash donate or call us at 678-553-9090. Thank you, and thanks to Mark in Cartersville. Remember, when you donate right now on this final day of the member drive, your name is being entered into that drawing to win a $1,000 VRBO gift card. And anyone that donates to WABE this hour gets the opportunity to have Lois wish you a happy, happy birthday on the air (laughs) during City Lights. We'll aim to celebrate you on or close to your actual birthday, so keep an eye out for an email once we're finished with the drive. You can give at wabe.org slash donate or call us at 678-553-9090. You've been listening to City Lights, our daily exploration of arts and culture. If you missed part of today's show, like an earlier conversation with Atlanta-based actor Jasmine Guy, you could catch up through our podcast or on our website, wabe.org slash citylights. City Lights senior producer is Kim Droves. Our producers are Summer Evans and Janine Etter. Our engineer is Shelley Canavy. We're being helped out in membership by Katie Riley. And I'm your host, Lois Reitzes. It's still not too late to donate. Online at wabe.org or by calling 678 553 9090. Thanks to all of you who have given to WABE Atlanta, truly making this listener-funded WABE. (sighs) 
Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. The world is full of mysteries. Are ghosts real? Is that yogurt expired? Hey, the unknown can be scary. But when you donate to WABE, you know where your money is going. Your gift supports the journalism that keeps you informed and the programs that pull back the curtain on complicated stories. Help us make the world less mysterious. Become a member now. Go online to wabe.org slash donate. And thanks.